The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Mind Body Pause with Charlie Kale, holistic living for you and your animals. You found your happy place to nurture your connection to animals with enlightening information from the innovators who make their world a better place. This is Mind Body Pause on Empower Radio. Now, here's your host, fellow animal lover, Charlie Kale. Welcome to Mind Body Paws, holistic living for you and your animals. This is show number 69, part two with Claudia Goodman of Believing in Your Animal Abilities, Healing the Disconnect. I'm Charlie Kale, a passionate animal mom, broadcaster, and Reiki master and practitioner in San Francisco at Energy Healing for People and Paws. I get to help people and animals de-stress, release grief, release pain. I get to help them heal. I work with clients all over the world over Zoom or FaceTime because energy transcends space and time. Contact me at charliekale.com, C-H-A-R-L-Y-K-A-Y-L-E.com. This is your safe place to honor animals, where we'll nurture our connection to them mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. My guest is an animal communicator and energy healer who I kidnapped and made stay for a second podcast because we were having such a good time talking in the last week's show. She dove into her passion for helping animals by earning her Animal Mastery Program Certificate at Communication with All Life University, CWALU, and is now a member of the teaching staff. Her mission is to inspire a greater level of compassion by helping people connect with and understand animals on a deeper level so that with that love and understanding, together, we can help change the world. And I truly believe that. Welcome back, Claudia Goodman. Hi, thank you, Charlie. Thank you for having me back. And that's such an important thing. I mean, honestly, when you understand another creature, whether it be human or animal or plant, you're not willing to destroy it and, and hurt it and lash out and hurt it and try and be better than or see it fail. You want to support it so that it in turn supports you and that will change the world. I am a very firm believer in that. I, I've watched it. I've witnessed it. I've experienced it where an animal has, I, what, you, what I call it is planted the seed and I've watched it grow where by becoming more compassionate and empathic with animals, my compassion and empathy grows with other human beings and other living beings. 
it's it's my tolerance is grows my understanding grows my patience grows so if we can help people connect with animals and foster that compassion and empathy oh my god what can we do to the world absolutely it's so true and i've found that within myself too as i've gotten older and it's helped me become a lot less judgmental. Yes. A lot less just step back and look at the whole picture. And guess what? I don't have all the information of what's going on. So I'm not going to make a proclamation or uh, um, I'm not going to you know, make an action when I don't know the truth of the situation. Exactly. Exactly. Look, I'm, hi, my name is Claudia. I'm recovering a judgy McJudgy. Right. Um, yes, right. It's it's true. I mean, I come from a very judgmental culture and family, and it took me understanding that I don't know the truth, like you said, and I learned that it started with animals. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. It started with animals, and then I just went, wow. Animals get judged and put into a box and their lives depend on it in a split second. And it's because we don't have that understanding. If we're doing that to animals, what are we doing to the rest of the world? And sadly, we can see what we're doing to the rest of the world. We see how we're treating the planet and how we're treating the people on it. It's every living being, every living thing. Yes, the plants, the water, everything, everything. Yep. So, yeah, that's why that has the more I say my mission, the more I sit in it, the more I experience it, the more it resonates for me and the bigger it becomes. So we talked in the part one in the last podcast about how you grew up knowing you had this. Um, love for and communicative ability with animals, Mm -hmm. but kind of shoving it down because it's not looked on uh, properly by society. And that it's a skill we all have. It's just some of us were more in tune with it when we were born than others, but it's something in there that we all have and can develop if that's something we want to do. And then those of us who are you know, really meant to work with animals, get the signposts along the way in our life until it finally smacks us in the face, hits us over the head and says, hello, what did you think we were all on your life for? You're supposed to be here and work with us. Don't feel badly about it. So that finally led to you to the place where you realized you desperately wanted to learn more about animal communication and could be an animal communicator. What helped you believe you could actually make it your career because that's another step altogether, a huge, a huge jump at another level. I'm going to be honest with you. It was not a what, it was a who. Uh-huh. And it was Joan. Uh-huh. Joan, Joan Rankwet, the founder about- of the school. Um, I was speaking to her and, you know, she's, she, she calls it Pollyanna glasses that, she sees a certain, the world a certain way and doesn't care how anybody else sees it. And, you know, that's how she started her animal communication business back in the 80s when it was unheard of. And oh, it was um, laughed at 
way oh. worse than it is now. Yeah, Denigrated exactly. and, and, and poo-pooed. Exactly. So I just, I remember telling my husband, hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to become an animal communicator. And his words were, don't tell people that you're doing that. They're going <gasps> to think it's crazy. That's embarrassing. He was coming from a place of fear. Yeah. Of not understanding. And here's where I guess, you know, learning to dance to the beat of your own drum and being okay with it comes in. I said this, it, it called to me so strongly that I said, I don't care. I'm doing it. Good for and you. it was, I started, I, I started with an intensive, which is the nine day intensives. Uh, there's two nine day intensives that are offered as part of the um, animal mastery program. They're also offered indep independently. So I said, I'm going to, it just happened to be that it lined up with the fall nine day intensive. I said, you know what, I'm going to take this nine day intensive and kind of immerse myself for nine days and see what this is all about. By day two, I was already in the animal mastery program. <laughs> oh and I, I don't know that I knew at that moment that it was what I was going to do to become a professional animal communicator and make a living at it. I was kind of still in the headspace of this is what I, I love this. I just want to learn it. Um, as my learning continued and as I did, so I did the intensive and then I started animal communication level one, which is the introductory course. And my confidence started to build and I started to see, okay, I'm not crazy. Um, mm -hmm. Right. I, I, this, this is real and this is happening. And when you're in the animal mastery program, one of the things that I loved about this program is that Joan doesn't let you graduate until you've connected with outside of the classes, which is already, so it's a lot of animals. You have to do case studies and you have to find those case studies on your own. And then yeah, you have I to know. submit those case studies. <laughs> <laughs> I am in the middle of that. <laughs> but here's... Kidding. But here's the thing about that. I felt the same way, Charlie. I was like, no. oh my God. And this is where, and I'm not trying to, you know, put Joan on a pedestal because she's a human being, but this is where her genius is as a teacher. In doing those case studies, in taking that animal communication level one and, and transitioning to animal communication level two, which is the advanced animal communication, and there's more. Um, I started to realize, okay, this isn't, oh my God, I can do this. This is, oh my God, I have something to offer mm -hmm, and right. I can help. And when I started doing my case studies, there were a few case studies where I was floored by the results. Not that I got it. Oh my God. I put, you know, I got that the dog's favorite, you know, favorite toy is purple. No, that wasn't it. What really hit me was, this dog is staying in this home because in the communication, I was able to interpret for the owner what was really going on with the dog. And now the owner knows what they need to do. Right. Exactly. To keep the animal. Or one of my case studies 
was, uh, this is probably one of my favorite ones because it was in medical intuition. Now we learn medical intuition because it is part of the energy healing. It's, it's, you have to learn medical intuition if you're going to do energy healing. And it's also, you have to learn it if you're dealing with an animal's behavior, because we don't know if the animal is acting out because they are having something physical going on or it's emotional. Exactly. Having, having said that, I have a client who's, uh, she's actually a continuing client. She was one of my case studies and her dog, he is a guide dog for her. He's a working dog, was limping. And she had taken him to the vet and they had done scans of his leg and nothing and they couldn't figure it out. And this is when it, when the animal when the medical intuition part of animal communication really kind of clicked for me. I did my session and I saw it. I saw exactly where it started and I saw it was like a line that went from his lower spine down to his leg. And I said to her, it's not his leg. It looks like it's the spine. She could, took him to the vet, said x-ray the spine, and that's where it was. Mm. That dog would have been retired because he couldn't do his job if they couldn't figure out what was wrong with him. And he loves his job. Aww. And she loves him. And they're yes. so, they've already got their connection. They're yep. a team. Yep. And that's when it really hit me oh, wait, I get paid for this? Yeah. I get to help animals. I get to, I don't, okay, I don't save an animal's life. I don't heal an animal. I facilitate it for the animal and the, and the person, their guardian. That, that's how I see it. I'm just kind of the interpreter. And that was the aha moment for me to go, you know what? I am all in. I'm going to do this. And this last year, within the last, I would say since about November, my business, the business part of my animal communication has blown me away. Let's just say this, my husband, who had said that to me originally after about a year of the program and he started, cause he could hear people on the phone with me. He started suggesting me to his friends. Oh my. And, right? Yeah. And now that I'm making, I, I'm not at the place yet where I could, you know, support my family. There's a family, we're a family of four, right? We have a mortgage, we have cars, we have college fee. I'm not there okay. yet, but I will be. You will be and, for sure. And my husband sees it. And now he, it's, it, now it's like, what does your wife do? She's an animal communicator, cater, energy healer. I recently got called to do nine horses at a barn. And he was telling everybody, he's like, yeah, Claude has a, you know, she has a big day today. She's going to connect with nine horses at a barn. And I could hear his friends on the phone, like, what? She's going to do what? <laughs> so it's that kind of, it was that moment, right? It's realizing yes. that I get to do what I love. I get to fulfill my purpose and I get to get paid. So then there's no, there's no doubts. It just, it just clicked for me. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. It's so funny you mentioned the story about your husband saying, uh, uh, just don't tell anyone because um, back when my fiance was alive, he, he died about eight years ago. Um, 
he was so proud of the communication I had with animals that, you know, we could be at the dog park or we could be at a shelter and somebody he'd overhear somebody saying something to their dog and he'd say, Oh, she's psychic with animals. She can tell you what he, and I'm like, shut up. No, I'm not. Don't call me that. And I'm not. And I don't, I said, I just tell you what our animals are saying. I don't stop. But it was nice to have that support. And honestly, Eight years later, I still feel that energetic support from him. Oh, it's he's, He still pops in with little signposts to let me know that he's proud of me. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad. I'm, that makes me happy. Oh, and talking about case studies. So when I said I was in the middle of that, I kind of lied. Um, I just started them. <laughs> and, and for my first one, I was... I haven't even gotten to finish it yet, but I was talking to one of my Reiki clients who was talking about a problem that she was having with her pet rats. And so I said, oh, send me a picture of them. I thought she had two. I said, send me a picture of them and I'll, you know, let me just do a case study on this and see what I can come up with you. Maybe nothing, maybe something helpful, but, you know, you're not going to pay for it. So we'll see. So she sends me a picture of five separate rats, two (laughs) Two dogs and a cat and says, okay, the dynamics are, you know, crazy. So see what you can do. (laughs) So now for my first case study, I have, what, five rats, two dogs and a cat. (laughs) Okay, so you have eight case studies right off the bat. Oh, aha! that's even better. I didn't know. Because you're going to connect with each one of them, yes? Oh, oh, absolutely. Okay. Most definitely. Okay, I just put my teacher hat on, by the way. (laughs) I just felt it. Thank you, a wise, wonderful teacher, Claudia, which takes us to our next question. What made you want to become a teacher? A couple of things. One was I didn't want to leave CYU, right? I wanted to stay in the program as long as I could. I call myself a lifer. Mm-hmm. So Joan said, you know, um, I have a program and it's the teacher training and I think you would love it. So I joined the teacher training and couple of weeks in, she asked me to teach my first class, which was medical intuition. It was, um, I was at her house because I was helping her with some work and she sat me in front of the computer and she said, do you want to be the subject? I said, sure. Cause I had had some of my animals come on different classes, but you know, Joan led the class. She goes, all right, I'm going to go feed the horses. I'm sorry. What? Oh, come back here. I'm like, no. And she goes, you know how to do this. You'll teach the class. Okay. <laughs> and <laughs> I understood why she does what she does. As a teacher, to see other students go through that aha moment that I've gone through so many times as a student really filled my heart. It's I could teach all day and love what I'm doing. It has nothing to do with me knowing more or having more experience. It's it's really not about that. You know, sometimes I see that teachers become teachers because it's an ego trip. For me, A, I learn from the students so much because of the questions they ask. And B, I get to watch these students step into their power and their truth. And I'm going to start crying. <laughs> um, I, I, I understand. That for me is so gratifying because it creates a ripple effect. I'm helping you become an animal communicator and hone your skill. 
And in turn, you're going out there and doing an amazing job with animals and people and their people. And then it's, it's, we're creating ripple effects. So it's not, Oh, I want to be a teacher. I never wanted to be a teacher ever in my life wanted to be a teacher. I used to be a photographer and I got asked many times to teach kids photography. No, thank you. <laughs> right. Right. I was a certified uh, yoga teacher, but I did it more for me. And I did teach inner city youth. I loved that because it was rewarding, but I didn't want it. I didn't, I never got paid to be a yoga teacher because I didn't want that. I was doing it because I love yoga and I love what it does for people. So when I became an animal communication teacher and an energy healing for animals teacher, um, it is incredibly fulfilling. And I taught a beginning class today before we started our first interview. And, you know, I just leave those classes with such a smile on my face because I love seeing that passion and that awareness and that confidence grow in people. It's sharing something that you have a passion for and you want to have have it out in the world and then when you're sharing and and people are receiving and then they're blossoming and they're having their own enlightenment and aha moments and it's just such an amazing thing i never ever ever wanted to be a teacher myself either uh, I taught aerobics and I taught Pilates back in the day. But again, same with me. That was for me. Mm-hmm. And when I became a Reiki master, I said, um, I just, I don't want to have to become a teacher, a Reiki teacher. And they said, you don't have to. Well, then, <laughs> and then I was like, wow, sharing something I'm passionate about. It's just like I'm talking with a room full of of people about something I love and they're hanging on to my every word and this is amazing. So I, I now have Reiki students. So, and, and, and I saw that. So when I joined at the school at um, CWALU and I started connecting with the classmates and everything and connecting with the teachers and after uh, animal communication level one, I said to Joan said, okay, do you want to continue with the school? And I said, yeah, but I want to do energy healing now. She said, I'd prefer you continue on the animal communication track and go with those. And then we can add energy healing in. And I said, okay. And let me tell you something. I just realized I want to go on the teacher track too, eventually. And she's like, (laughs) she said, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. (laughs) <laughs> well, that's not like she's psychic or anything. <laughs> right. So um, now when I talk with her, we talk about my future, you know, in teacher training, You're even though it. I'm not there yet. Uh, class wise, I'm not there yet. Skill wise, but I-, I know I will be there at some point in time. Before you know it, I have to be honest with you. I still can't believe that I've already graduated. Right. It's <laughs> it's it's incredible. The teacher training is I can't put it into words. Talk about a tribe. Yeah. Okay. It's, um, I didn't do college the traditional way. I went to college when I was older. So I didn't do the dorm and the, you know, the college friends like that. I was older. I got my degree when I was older. This feels like that bonding without the drama. 
without the backstabbing, the drama, and the drunken hangovers and everything. There might be a little bit of that, but no. <laughs> oh, good, good. No, there's other but my point being is that there's a there's a community within the teacher train, and it's not it's not about being elite. It's not that. It's we've all been through the trenches already. We're all in this together. Some of the new teacher trainers are people I've taught. Some were, co you know, we were students together. Some were ahead of me. But there's just, there is a community within the teacher training that I'm so glad you want to do it because you're going to love it. And being able to teach this skill, if you like teaching Reiki, mm -hmm. hold on. Oh, good. Yeah. Hold on, because it's it's fantastic. And um, we're actually, so here's a little, case. this is between you, me, and the fence post, as Joan likes to say. <laughs> um, I'm bilingual. I speak fluent Spanish. And Joan and I have been talking for a while, and I actually did already start it uh, when the pandemic first hit. I'm going to be offering AC Level 1 in Spanish. Not oh. I, me personally. I, along with CULU, there's going to be a Spanish. Yes, yes, yes. See, so you'll be head of the Spanish department. Correct. We have a French department. Now we have yeah. a Spanish department, thanks yeah. to you. So that's going to be, um, we have a project right now that we're doing, which is the Facebook Live How to Help Animals, which is you have witnessed is incredibly powerful. Oh, gosh. Um, and the videos will be posted on YouTube. So they're incredible interviews with incredible people. So we're finishing that. And then there's another project we're working on. Um, that's another class uh, bringing into the school to help rescue sanctuaries and uh, wildlife centers. So I'm working on that as well. Once we get that going on its own and up and running, then I'm going to develop the Spanish class. So my plate's a little full, but there is going to be a Spanish class for sure. That's amazing and that's uh, wonderful. Yeah. Claudia Goodman, animal communicator, energy healer, and teacher at Communication with All Life University and head of the Spanish department. <laughs> Thank you so much for hanging out with me as I dragged you into one more podcast down to our last minute. So what's one last thing you would like to impress upon everyone? You asked me that question in the last podcast. So what I'm going to say is animal communication has changed my life. I never thought that becoming a student of animal communication and energy healing was gonna lead me down a path of such personal growth. So if you have any interest at all or any inkling to learn more about it, please reach out. Thank you. Claudia Goodman, if you'd like to know more about her, go to claudiagoodman.com. If you'd like to know more about all these classes we're talking about and the big program, anything from the little mini courses to the big mastery program, go to joanranquet.com. That's J-O-A-N-R-A-N-Q-U-E-T.com. Joanranquet.com is my sponsor for Mind Body Pause. And she's got amazing um, different classes you can watch that are absolutely free on YouTube as well as on Facebook. Claudia and I were just talking about the Joan, Live with Joan series that has amazing guests and these are all free. So if you don't even want to think about taking a course yet, just pop in on one of these talks and you can Google Joan Ranquette 
on YouTube and on Facebook. Hey, be part of the tribe on the Facebook community as well. We would all love it, wouldn't we, Claudia? Absolutely. The Facebook group is called Learn to Communicate with Animals with Joan. Perfect. Thanks for hanging out with me here on Mind Body Pause Holistic Living for you and your animals. If you need some de stressing and want to boost your immune system in the process, email or call me about Distant Healing Reiki on Zoom, FaceTime, or the phone for you or your animals anywhere in the world at charliekale.com. Special thanks to Brent Carey, the founder and CEO of Empower Radio, and Tony Ficini in the studio in Detroit. Take care and remember that no matter what's going on with your animals, don't beat yourself up thinking you could have done better because you are doing the best you can. They know it. They chose you anyway, and they love you for it. Mind Body Pause is a guilt-free zone. See you next time. Suzanne Giesman, and if you've ever wondered about life after death or if it's possible to connect with a higher consciousness, I invite you to join me for my podcast, Messages of Hope. It's my mission to share with you that our loved ones who have passed are always with us and we are so very loved. I want to teach you how to live a consciously connected and divinely guided life. Listen here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.